everyone. Welcome to the third episode of I'd Crit That, a D&D and nerdy podcast. My name is Vic. Uh, I create content online and this is my fiance. Hi. Say your name. Oh, Eric. There are people here that might not know you yet. Now you do. His this name is very is... typical. This is actually, this is a great introduction to who I am, actually. His name is Eric. Um, and uh, we are on, technically, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you all a little secrets. Technically. What's, what's the secret? This is the fourth episode of this podcast. Yeah, because we fucked up. But in the middle of the third episode, I was like, I'm going to turn up the noise gate so that my microphone doesn't pick up Eric. Uh, yeah, I turned up the noise, the noise gate, the noise gate so much that it stopped picking up my voice. So, yeah, you know, so it was just a bunch of. And so that yeah, legitimately, yeah, legitimately, a lot of a yeah. lot of mouth movements and mm-hmm. no mouth noises. And, and I thought it would be fine, you know, and then I started editing and. It wasn't. So we used to be a week ahead and now we're not a week ahead, but it's good that we were a week ahead because it means now we're not going to miss a week of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, So we are going to talk about a bunch of stuff today. Um, We're going to talk. We're going to do an am I the asshole? We're going to talk about some hot takes and we're going to talk about um, fighting sky pirates in your Eberron campaign. Yes, We're going to retread some of that. You know what I also realized now is that um, this that last episode the, is now our first ever the ghost. lost episode. I know. Oh, oh that's so episode. funny. That's so it's so funny because we're trying to find the town called Lost in Aberon in your campaign. That wasn't even what I was going for. I thought that's, that's what you funny. were going no, for. No, no, no. I was no, I was like You were making a reference to the 2000s TV show Lost. No, I, was just no, I like, know you're talking about the Lost Tapes. Yeah, this is like the Lost Tapes. Yeah. Now we got one. Tell us about your Eberron game. How uh, the the Skyrit fight? Okay, so it's been a while because once again we. we it's been it. a while. It's been a while. We um, shouldn't sing that too much for fear of copyright strikes. Yeah. Please don't come for stained. us. Stained. Please don't um, come for us. Yeah. Please don't. Um, <laughs> so, fun fact: we we do that bit. The it's been a while all please the time. Um, you know, bit literally yeah. all the time. Uh, it's bad. Uh, it's a it's a, a no. It's not. It's pretty good. It's, it's it's a great bit. It's certainly a bit. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. So Eberron. So Eberron. So, so Eberron. <laughs> uh, last we left our heroes. Yeah. Um. Uh. Our little. Uh. Crew mm-hmm. who um stole some stuff from Morgrave University of some almost military importance. Uh. From yeah. the from kind of the museum. Yeah. Um, had to flee Sharn ASAP. Yeah. Get out of there right away. So your character asked, did like ask for some favors, got put on a security detail for yeah. a outgoing um, airship. Um, yep. Trip. A friend of mine. Yeah. A friend of yours. Oh, yeah. Um, and then some pirates, some sky pirates, some skyrits. Uh, this, Sky Pirate being uh, run by a Mind Flayer. Which a is just dope. Sky Pirate. Terrible. Terrible. But what's cool is that um, these ships, the in Eberron, the ships are controlled by... Um, elementals. An elemental. As yeah. Essentially has like an elemental, which is like the engine, if you will. Mm-hmm. And the Dragonmark Air, Leandra, 
uh, I don't even know necessarily how to pronounce it, but couldn't it tell you. Um, it like those drag mark errors are the ones that can essentially interface with the ship and um, manipulate the elemental to have it do what it wants. Yeah. Um, steer the ship, go faster, go slower, that sort of stuff. Right. Yep. Um, rise. All that good stuff. General steering things. So something that's like not entirely out out there for mind flare to have, especially like a like a boss mind flare, is mm-hmm. dominate monster. So that was fun. Yeah, you middle. took over the ship. Yeah, yeah, and we went upside down. Yeah, the thank ship went goodness down. we were hooked in, which is something that you stole from Treasure Planet. Totally stole that from Treasure Planet. Eric had never seen Treasure Planet or Stardust or Stardust. And so in the lead up to this session, I was like, all right, we have to watch both Treasure Planet and Stardust because it has sky pirates. Yes. Well, one of them is space pirates, but that's just the big sky. Yeah. That's just the the sky with no air. <laughs> yeah. The sky with no sky. If the you will. sky with no sky. Yeah. <laughs> the far sky. Just the void. Um, just, yeah. yeah just um, the so void. we watched both of those and you stole the clipping on. Yes. 100%. From, from Treasure Planet, which I thought was great. We, it definitely was, it meant that our one party member who was not clipped in. Mm-hmm. Ended up having to do a dex check in order to not fall into, you know, the ground. Yeah. Essentially, like, held on to a ladder yeah. that was supposed to be going down. But now it was going up. Yeah. Because we're topsy-turvy. Um, yeah. No, it was great. We had a really, really fun time with that. Um, yeah. I think there was one other thing I wanted to mention. Oh, I wanted to... In, in our lost episodes, we kind of went over this. Um, yeah. But how we did the ships moving around was that I Oh yeah, this was some, really yes, cool. Yes. So what I did, so we play physically to to give you some context. Yes, yes. We don't have like a virtual tabletop. We don't all play on World 20 on our laptops. We have a, like an actual like like probably the biggest Chessex like tabletop mat. Yeah. And we physically will like draw maps on um and use our minis yeah. and so it's you like what a race you use like what a waste marker you but use waste, it's actually a waste it's crayola markers yes. because they're washable um and then you bought tracing paper yeah so and that was really to solve the problem of like hey like ships move if ships move in relation to each other do you want to have to like redraw the entire ship and yeah. move all the players and that sort of thing no that kind of sucks it's a pain right? in the ass so this I got from Staples. If you are watching, if you are listening, he's showing tracing paper. Yeah. This is a like, huge roll. Yeah. Um, 20 bucks. Awesome. Super cheap. Yeah. And then you drew the layout of the ship on the tracing paper. Because it's tracing paper, you can still see the grid mm-hmm. through the tracing paper. And then whenever the ship moved, you just moved the moved ship the physically. Ship with yeah. all the minis on top of it. It was great. Yeah, it was really useful. It was innovative. It definitely like it made it feel like this. Um, there's someone using a saw outside, so I'm going to go shut the window. Okay. <laughs> In February? Um, we're going to do some elevator music. I don't know. This is an elevator music. This is like some weird like okay thing i've returned 
Um, yeah, I thought it was really innovative. Innovative. It definitely made the the fight a lot of fun. The thing that messed with my head the most was when we went upside down. You were like, "Okay, everything is on opposite sides," and I was yeah, like, because, oh. "No, I know. Yeah, and then, I know." But it yeah. took a second for my brain. But to everyone like, was click. like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, man. Yeah. You're on the opposite end of the strip now because the whole thing flipped." So. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. We had like it was it was a it was a fun fight. Um, there was, so <laughs> Eric didn't expect, so we have a wizard. Ah, yes. We have a war magic wizard in our party and you expected me to roll well on decks because I'm a swashbuckler rogue. So I have like a plus seven to decks. Yeah. It's dumb. But you didn't realize that our, um, warcaster wizard named boom mm-hmm. has a plus seven to decks as well. Yes. And he crit. Yeah. And so he popped off a fireball immediately yeah, immediately like he just got to go first and so yeah. all of the minions because we were using um MCDM. the minions rule yeah the minions rule from mcdm on some of the things on it because i wanted to feel the whole bunch of things um but yeah but like have them have them be you know relevant but also easily killable because mm-hmm. i didn't want to completely overwhelm the whole party yeah totally cool great idea um However, there was a lot of them and they were all on the ship. Yeah. They haven't, they had, of course, used, they hadn't come onto our ship they yet. They hadn't used the cool teleport ability yet. Yeah. They were going to, like, at like, I don't know. Initiative it was, it, 20, no, it was I during the, it was during the lair action. Yeah. So, initiative 20, I was yeah. going to have them all go over. But um, our boom character immediately at initiative 27 was like, fireball, dead center. Of it that was huge beautiful. Group. He killed like, I think five or six of them in one shot more, really more like 10, like 10 just off the map. And here's the the thing I kept saying, because like, I knew that this was not what Eric expected. And so I was trying to like cover your ass and I was like, oh, well, you know, we shouldn't get too excited. There are stairs going down because like these ships all have multiple floors. I half expected you. I literally drew a, a, like a trap door. Yeah. Um, So I half expected you to have more come out just because like, yeah, that is that would have made sense given how many got wiped. Like that's what I would have done. I would have mm-hmm. had more come out, but you didn't. Nope. Because, and this is like, so here's the thing: slight, small DMing tip. You can do that. I think it would have been totally believable. Yeah. For there to have been more of the little. They were, like uh, they little, were disgusting. They, were they like had carapace. Like, it was gross. Yeah, I forgot what they, uh, Niogi or something They're like gross. that. They were. They were like these weird like ant things that like mind control you. It's I really, hated them. It's really, they're really nasty. Yeah. Um, but uh, it would have made sense for me to have more minions essentially in the hull of the ship. Totally would have been cool. Yeah. Below decks. Um, I decided not to because in my head, I was like, they all would have come up above deck so they could quickly pop on over yeah, and yeah, deal yeah, with yeah. things. Um, you know. That was a choice I made. And I didn't want was to a punish decision. you guys. I didn't want to punish you guys for uh, being really smart and doing the right thing right. right off the hop. But I do think it totally would have been a fair. It would have been believable. Choice. I yeah. think it would have been a totally fair yeah. DMing choice for me to have had five more minions underneath. It yeah. really also wouldn't have been like too insane. No, it wouldn't right? have. It wouldn't I, have I think it would have been reasonable. I think it was reasonable in either direction. Yeah. That you went ahead and did yeah, that, right? I think, like, I think it would have been okay. I yeah. decided not to just because I didn't want to, like, cheapen what what Boom did. But yeah, 
That's yeah. fair. No. And so that was the session. It was good. We are now, our characters are now officially in Rome. Yeah. You guys airdropped in there. We did airdrop. Mm -hmm. It was fun. It's cool. It's the interesting thing about Eberron is that it's like, like I'm running a pretty like modern technology heavy game. Yes, you are. Yeah. And so are you. But when you think about actual high fantasy and, and the majority of D&D &D games out there, they are not. Yeah. There's no air airdropping. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, Eberron is kind of interesting because the way that um, Keith Baker, who made Eberron, he's mm -hmm. the one who like made the campaign. He called it like low fantasy, like not low fantasy, but low magic is prevalent. Right. right? So like, right. Like people who know just a little bit of magic to yeah. like get them ahead in like whatever industry they're in super prevalent it's right. everywhere right it's the high it's like the high level magic users that are yeah. like whoa like that's that's weird you know like you know wall of fire whoa crazy polymorph what huh yeah like that kind of thing is yeah is there. but yes there is definitely like magic tech which is cool yeah which is super duper i cool. think it's cool it's different you don't see a lot of it um, yours just has, I think almost like tech, like cell phones exist. And that sort yeah. Of but they're run through like magic crystals. Okay. So it's kind of similar actually. Yeah. Okay. It, it's very, very similar actually. Like yeah. cars are run with arcane engines, which are just a tiny elemental inside of a car. Oh, so, okay. It's like, yes, really it's similar. literally the it's same. Really yes. similar. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's why when you were like, the ships are run with elementals. I was like, I know something like that. <laughs> my world. Well, not my world, Jenny's world, just Jenny's world that I am co-opting mm -hmm. for our campaign. Um, yeah. So we had a lot of fun with Eberron. Unfortunately, this week my game got canceled because one of our players was unwell. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah. Be careful while skiing, everyone. Yeah. Don't get don't get concussed. He's OK. He is OK. Yeah, he, he is, he is totally OK. And we're glad we were all like and we were all very like enthusiastically like, please rest, please rest. Yeah, we were using this is a gun. We rest. were using gun emotes all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've got no D&D &D next week either, which kind of sucks. Yeah, we're going we two weeks without D&D, &D. but we have other things that we have decided we want to talk about. Yes. That I kind of wanted to introduce before we do our am I the asshole? Um I so one of my mutuals, Shaq, commented on our last session. And was like, do you have any beginner DM tips? Mm -hmm. And you and I were talking. We thought it would be valuable to present one or two beginner DM tips every session. Mm -hmm. um, so as like, so we can one, think of them. <laughs> and two. <laughs> and two. Five DM tips right now. Yeah, 100%. Uh, like uh, my brain would yeah. not, my brain would simply not do it. But the thing that's ultra interesting that I personally think is ultra interesting mm -hmm. is that I am a pretty new DM. Yep. I started DMing last October. Yes, you did. So I only d started DMing like four months ago. This is your second. This is my second campaign that I'm yeah. DMing. Um, but you've been DMing for 500 years. That's wow. Eldritch. I, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, no, you've been, I've, you've been DMing been a long DMing, time. Yes. Yeah. I DMed. I think the first thing I ever DMed was with my best friend, Dan in elementary school. Yeah, so, and we ran something called GURPS, which is, yeah. I think generic universal role-playing system. Right. 
So yeah, no, I've been around a bit on and off. It's been a while. On and off, yeah. Of course. But yeah. Yeah. So basically we wanted to do like, we'll each do one beginner DM tip a week until we run out of beginner DM tips. Yeah. And I think I want to call this segment. Know your crit. Sure. Let's do it. Oh, you were so against it last night. The tune has changed. I changed. I was, will- I was willing. I have character growth too. <laughs> I was, I was willing to ha- to leverage our audience to think it was a good idea. That's, that's cool. It's Let's fine. Go. We'll allow it. Okay. So this segment is called know your crit. Um, and we're going to talk about beginner DM tips. Let's do it. You start. Great. Um, <laughs> so I think the most important, um, beginner DM tip that I can think of. Um, and I think this is, this could be actually very easy or this could be very difficult. And I, that I think is, it can be a mixed bag. Um, play with your friends. Yeah. Your first campaign that you DM should be with your friends, people that you know and that you like yep. and that you trust. The trust is huge. Yeah. Um, and I have a couple of stories to go with this. Yeah. Um, I would just avoid using real names. Of course. Yeah. So, uh, story from my perspective was when we were running our game, um, not this game that I'm running, but my previous game shiver. Um, it had been a while since I DM'd. I had gotten the team together. I had come up with the plot, came up with the pitch, put a lot of hours into it. Vic, how many hours did I put into just planning the first session? Like how invested was I? A lot. It was a lot. I was, super invested exceptionally yeah Yeah. i was super duper invested in it um and so i was i was nervous i was actually nervous Mm -hmm. because it was my first time running a dm or running a a a game with this group of friends yeah and so i was like really nervous trying to get the lighting right because there was lighting in that in that episode or that you know session and everything like that and then also i was like freaking out stressed you were so worried i looked up and all of my friends we're laughing, mm-hmm. having a great time. Because we're all very funny. That's true. <laughs> that actually is true. Our friends are very funny. Um, but y'all were just having a, good a time. blast. Yeah. And I, we had not even started yet. Yeah. And I realized, oh, I can't fuck this up. Precisely. Like, even if this is terrible, we're all going to have a great time. Yeah. And that's the whole reason we do this, right? Yeah. Um, and similarly. My friend, um, I'm not going to, once again, I'm not going to name names, but you know who you are. Once I start telling the story, I actually Um, think this friend would be okay with you using their name. So my friend, Josh, um, (laughs) he had assembled his wedding party to, cause he wanted to DM for the first time. Yeah. And as his bachelor party, like like, for for, for like context, he wanted to DM as his bachelor party for the yeah. first time ever. Yeah. He had never, I don't believe, I don't believe he's even played D and yeah. certainly not fifth edition um, at all. So he got minds of Endelver. Um, I was the only, only person in that entire group that, had, that had played before. And there was a couple of people that were like kind of interested and a couple of people that were like, eh, whatever just wants to do this. I'll go ahead and do it. We had a, blast we had an absolute blast and that's because we all liked each other we're all friends and one of um the people who were in that who was in that group messaged me like we just messaged me out of the blue later um and we just like caught up and he was like hey i've actually started to dm myself after that 
when that was his first time playing, yeah. and he was as excited just to be a dragonborn because he was like, dude, I'm a dragon. Um, <laughs> right? So, and that's the thing. When you're like, when it's with friends, you, yeah. no matter how many mistakes you make, doesn't matter because you all like. You're all just going to have fun. You're all just going to have fun. Yeah. So that's my be, uh, beginner DM tip. I remember that first session and like. I've oh, never, yeah. I've never seen you more nervous. Yeah. Like never. Mm-hmm. You do not get nervous like that. And I was like, you've been working on this for so long. You know exactly what the plot is going to be like. Like we are all so excited. Like I remember trying and in the midst, I should also state for the record, I was in the midst of a life-threatening asthma attack on this day. Oh, right. You were actually, yeah. you were like, you, we were, you were, we, I, I couldn't <laughs> oh, breathe. I, I couldn't breathe. We had to drive. It all happened afterwards. It yeah, yeah, all, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. It had been going on for days. Yeah. I could not breathe. But we didn't realize what was happening until. Like, yes, I did. Okay, fine. <laughs> yes, I, I did. <laughs> I was not making that big of a deal about it. Right. Um, even though I should have been. You were down. I really should have been. Yeah. But like, I was like, it's going to be fine. Like, you're going to, we're going to have such a great time. Like, and then halfway through, I ended up taking my corset off because I couldn't breathe. Um, but it was so much fun. Yeah. So it was, it was a like, it was, it was a really good session and you were so nervous about it and you just didn't need to be nervous about no, it. No, I really didn't. That, <laughs> you just did it. And thing. you realized it and it was fine. Yeah. Okay. So here's my beginner DM tip. Now I should say, I have only been DMing for four months, but I have been a writer my whole life. So most of my beginner DM tips are going to come from a writer's perspective. And so we're going to get a pretty good balance. You're going to get a lot of like narrative RP tips from me and like probably different kinds of tips from you. So for me, my tip, I wrote it down. I wrote it down because I don't want to mess up the words. You could, this is my face. Thank you so much though. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You need to create your NPCs and your villains like they're real people. And so here is my thing, okay? So many people will create an NPC that's just like a caricature of something, right? They're like the quirky bartender or, you know, the weird wizard shopkeep. And I'm not saying that you can't create characters in those caricatures, But what I am saying is that if you are going to create characters with those caricatures, you need to give them something else that isn't just that caricature Mm -hmm. of interest. If that makes sense. And your villains, especially I listen, you can create a villain. That's just like a normal villain that just like wants to do evil things for the sake of evil things. But you know, what's more interesting, a villain that has like a, kind of understandable reason for why they're doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you talk to the villain and you can picture the world where that might've happened to you, or you can understand why they've taken the trajectory that they have taken. And so I am a firm believer that you should really try to make that happen for, you know, your, your NPCs and your villains as well, because it's going to make the characters, it's going to make the NPCs, It's going to make the villains more interesting. It's going to mean that your players can relate to them and that they're going to have to think 
before they try to kill them. Mm-hmm. And they're still probably going to do it because that's the whole point of the game. <laughs> but I was like, what else are we doing? Everybody's got to be BEG, right? Unless you become also the bad guy, which is also which is also possible. On the table. Yeah, <laughs> it's always on the table. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, you need to be creating, create your characters as if they were real people. It's that simple. Just as if they were real people, the traits that like actual people would have make them robust and nuanced. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's my firm belief. I, I think I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I do also like, I think that having a villain some of the best villains that we find in media are ones where it's like, ah, mm. I see where you're going with this, yeah, but you're wrong because of X, Y, Z. I always right? think of uh, like Wanda. Oops. Sorry. Wanda's a good one. Yeah. Um, Thanos is great. Mm-hmm. Thanos is great. Yeah. Um, Duarte. 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 Yeah. Duarte from the expanse Hashtag is like, Duarte did nothing wrong. Don't listen to him. Um, Duarte did a lot of things wrong. <laughs> he did a lot of things Duarte wrong. Duarte did a lot of things wrong. But he also did nothing wrong. Um, so <laughs> I'm ignoring you. So the, this villain in the expanse, which we're not going to say too much about because it's in the final three book arc. Which everyone who's listening. should. You have to, li- if you like sci-fi in any way shape or form you have to read the expanse we should just do an episode about how much we love the expanse. it is the greatest personally i believe the greatest sci-fi series of all time yeah it might be it's pretty close yeah it's incredible it's show-stopping certainly the best i think it's the best like just swashbuckler it's life-changing style, like and the reason why it's so good is because it's so human it's yeah. so human no, oh my god right it doesn't get They're lost really in the good. science it doesn't get lost in the sauce but, the sci-fi sauce but here's the thing though like the expanse you have villains like duarte Mm -hmm. who like has a lot like there's a lot going on with duarte yeah you also have complete pieces of shit like murtry murtry yeah murtry yeah from the fourth book from from the fourth book yeah absolute like just fuck that guy scum of the earth yeah so like you or scum of io or whatever planet it was yeah sometimes People are awful. Yeah. And also those, those deserve to be villains in your story. Yes. As well too. Yeah. And in some ways, absolutely. Those are the most fun to beat up. But that's the thing, right? Yeah. So it's like, but if every single one of your villains is like that, yes, then that's 1, boring. Right. That but if boring. you have yeah. like a really just shitty guy, yeah. that's fun to beat up. And then a super nuanced villain, the next villain, yeah. it's like, Ooh, that's delicious. That's interesting. You're showcasing all of the yeah. bad that humanity can be. Yeah. And that sounds terrible, but also it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Just put a lot of like care. I, here's the thing. You can put so much time into your world building, but if the people in your world suck, your players aren't going to care. Yeah. Like at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. The characters do tend to be, I think the like the thing that adds a lot of life life. You said that was one of my biggest strengths is like my NPC creation. Your NPC work is out of this world. Thank you. Right from the gate. Thank you. Because it's so important. Like, here's the thing. When you think about like the world we live in, you very often think about the people that inhabit it rather than just like, you can think about the landscape of a place and you'll think about it for sure, but you're going to think longer about your friends and the people you come across. And those are the things that are going to have lasting impacts. Yeah. So that's my, that is my belief. Um, and that is our first know your crit segment. Okay. okay. So 
pew, 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 pew. <laughs> little, little like air gun, not air guns, laser guns. Um, okay. So that's know your crit. That was uh last session of D and D we are going to do an, am I the asshole? And then we're going to do a couple of hot takes. Let's do it. We have I'm a bunch of hot takes written down from people. And then also I have a hot take that I want to talk about. Oh shit. Oh, it's actually just like carried on from a conversation that happened on my stream the other day. Okay. Anyways. So here's today's AITA. Okay. I'm ready. I'm going to react in real time. Am I the asshole for telling the hosts of our D and D games that their baby is an issue? I have been a part of a group of adults that get together to play D and D every week for about three years now. We've mostly had our games at the home of the married couple that we are all friends with. They go out of their way to rearrange their basement for us to play, and they have a large supply of game paraphernalia and minis of that belong to the husband. Sounds great. They also usually supply snacks, although others bring Beautiful. some to share as well. Mm -hmm. I've mm -hmm. always appreciated that they open up their home to use for game nights. Most of us would not have the space that we need to get together. A little more than a year ago, they had a baby. I have no issues with children in general. I just don't have a lot of experience with them. The wife also started playing in our games, bracket, there are two different ones, which I was really excited about because she's a good friend of mine. Previously, there had been a long running game with a heavy storyline that would have been hard to get into, but with the new ones starting, she took the chance. Cool. Okay. So this is all now to the issue. Okay. The baby is mobile, loud, and a distraction. He gets into things he's not supposed to and has landed them in the emergency room because they thought he had eaten something dangerous during one of our games. He was fine, but better to be safe than sorry. We have a puppy. <laughs> when he starts making a lot of noise, either the wife or the husband would have to leave the table to take care of him. This would either cause him to miss the storyline or combat or stall the game for a long time. If they just end up missing what's going on, we still have to we we still have to explain all of the events that happened when they get back. The baby also screams while playing and causes headaches for many. I am not the DM for either of the two games that are hosted at that house, so I didn't want to be the one to bring up the issue with them. Please note. Oh, one second. Please okay. note that everyone came to the consensus that the baby was an issue and was affecting everyone's enjoyment. Okay. We are busy adults and we have little time for ourselves and game nights are now are how we all unwind and have fun. It was becoming more stress and headaches than fun. After a few months of trying to deal with the issue, it was finally brought up by one of the DMs to the couple. The wife didn't take it well. She yeah. apparently said something like, so I can't play ever again and has removed herself from all of the group chats. And from what I hear, Ooh. she is still very upset more than a week later. I have a lot of empathy for how she's feeling. So I feel horrible. I wanted her to be included and spend time with her because she is my friend. I would also feel like an ass for suggesting they pay for a babysitter because I know babies are not cheap and the husband just got let go from his job of over Ooh, 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Edit. I am not part of the game night where the issue was brought up, so I can't be sure exactly what was said. Also, I am female. I told her yesterday that I feel like shit about the situation because I loved having her join in the game. The baby was putting more stress on everyone, including the parents, than it would have in an everyday situation. My oh, I guess this is an answer to a bunch of stuff. So, okay. what yeah, do you well, think? No, no, this is, no, this is good that we heard all that. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, ooh, okay, so here's my you, right, gut right. reaction. Is that like, listen... Babies are a hell of a lot of work. This like, it's like a one-year-old, right? Yeah, that's a it's baby like baby. One, yeah, that's a baby baby. And yeah. um, so clearly the answer is to tell the baby to shut the fuck up. 
Uh, no, it's not. It's absolutely <laughs> not. Um, so the here's the thing, man. Like the whole group is an the asshole. Whole, the whole group, I feel like, is not being super like. Um, you can call them assholes. Mm, They're assholes. I'm not, I wouldn't necessarily call them assholes. I like, would. I'm not. I'm trying to think of, like what the right the right way to deal with this is. But I don't think that like being like, hey, man, your baby is fucking up the vibe is like a very good way to handle yeah. it. Right. Especially because like, is it is the husband the DM? No, I don't think so. OK, they host because they're the they only ones with the room the to host and they so, have a huge collection. So that's the thing, right? Like these people are opening up their home yeah. to you. They are getting stuff ready. Um they also have a kid and they yep. are playing with you while having a kid. And I can guarantee you that that in and of itself is stressful for them. Yeah. And they are doing it because they want to hang out with you guys. Yeah. And they want it. Here's the thing. When you have a baby, like you don't get to do a lot of adult things. Yeah. That baby turns one year old. They finally have, you know, like a little bit of like a sleep mm -hmm. schedule. Mm -hmm. um, like. Have some fucking compassion for have your some, friends. Yeah, have some compassion for your friends. Like, if, if this is really a problem, then play after the baby goes to bed. Play after the baby goes to bed. Or here's the thing: they were talking about like, well, you know, like I don't want to make them, you know, get a babysitter. Okay, if this is if the entire group, yeah, decides that this is uh, an issue, and if and if if mm -hmm. the um, mom and dad are like. You comfortable know, also well comfortable and like also like feel stress having to like juggle these two things at the same time mm -hmm. maybe everyone pitch in yeah for a babysitter right it's like a group of like what probably five five or six people yeah all of a sudden that becomes like a lot easier you know thing to thing to handle yeah like i there are there are better ways to handle. Once again, we we don't know what exactly the conversation happened here. It sounds like like the person who wrote this post yeah. was not in the original. So I have no idea how it went down. But there are definitely ways to there are ways to like try to brainstorm, you know, solutions. Or you could just this. have friends that aren't fucking assholes. Like okay, or that too. No, but like we have a we have a puppy. Yeah. So like, okay. Con so yeah, like context. We, we have a puppy. We have a puppy, puppy. Okay. We run both of our games at our home at this table. Yeah. Okay. We have a puppy. We wanted to keep playing D and D. That means that sometimes like we put him in his crate for a little bit of the game, but it's not fair to him to be in the crate the whole time that we're playing D and D. Yeah. We pull him out of the crate and then he's excited to see people and yeah. he's wanting to say hello and sometimes i have to let him out or you have to let him out or yeah. we have to give him a treat or we have to throw a toy are our friends upset about that nope not at all they're not upset about it i don't think that they've ever complained about it they once. don't have an issue with it because right. they understand that obi's just part of it i think that probably like i like once again i have no idea because like i i don't know these parents yeah but like Probably the parents find it the most stressful out of it because yeah, we find know, it very stressful. Very you stressful. find it so stressful. I find it so stressful. Yeah. You know, like in order to have, for me, because like how we work it is that the DM doesn't have to do it, anything doesn't need to do anything with the dog. Yeah. The player who is playing is the one that has to like, yeah. has to exit from the table and like mm -hmm. handle the dog, which is absolutely the right thing to do. Absolutely. absolutely. No. And it works no so doubt. well. And like, but we also have friends that love us very much. And like, if, if, <laughs> 
So like if I'm in an RP scene and Obi's wreaking havoc, our friends will get up from the table and they're not going far. Like our living room is right here. You can still hear everything that's going on. You're just not sitting at the table and they'll just go and play with Obi for a little bit yeah. because they love him as well. Right. Yeah. So uh, that's why I'm being like pretty critical you're of pretty, these people. You're, you're, yeah, you're pretty. Because pretty this is them. we don't expect we don't have it with a baby. Yeah. But we have it with a baby puppy. Yeah. Right. And so it's, <laughs> it's funny it's, with the whole like, you know, like runs around and gets into things and had to take it to the hospital because they something I'm like, oh, my fucking God. It's, yeah. Like it's our puppy all over. It's again. relatable. Right. Yeah. And so it's. And our friends have no problem with it. And so I just feel like this group kind of yeah, sucks. I do like feel, if you really yeah. love these people and you like playing at their house, then you need to fucking relax yeah. and you need to be okay with. And here's the thing. If you're, if you're up, if you, let's say you guys start your game at 7 PM, right. Or you're playing like an after like here, if you're like, maybe you're doing a full day thing. Yeah. Right. And like, that's why the baby's awake. Mm -hmm. What did you expect? Yeah. Okay. What did you expect? If it's an evening thing, maybe you all need to come over after 8 30 PM when the baby goes to bed. One of our friends has a, a child and uh, he he just comes over after the baby yeah, goes to bed. After he goes to bed. Like yeah. it's that simple. And we work around that because we have no problem accommodating our friends uh, yeah. because we love our friends. And so uh, I am highly judgmental of these people. Yeah, pretty pretty <laughs> freaking pissed. Yeah, I just don't think it's very nice. Yeah, I do think. It's that, not very considerate. I think that especially like once you once you have kids it can sometimes be hard to do things like this mm -hmm. right like yeah so i i bet you both of the parents are really grateful for this time yeah right oh absolutely they are for I'm, sure i'm 100 convinced that like this is like like something that they look forward to every single week yeah and the thing do, that's right? ultra hurtful like clearly Clearly, it was insinuated in the conversation that the wife would have to step down. Oh, yeah. That's which is gross. Mm -hmm. It does not matter that she just started. You cannot say, hey, you're the woman. Yeah, I have no idea. Once again, I have I no mean, idea if they insinuated No, but because she's the one who's like, sound, guess I can never play yeah, again. Right. Yeah, no, like that, that is that is how it sounds. That's how it sounds. Big yike. Yeah, it's not great. I don't like that. I don't like it either. I don't like that. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I just, I think it is inconsiderate. Yeah. I'm, I'm not yeah. Like super, I'm not, I'm not thrilled with that one. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, if we're gavel judging, you are the asshole or you're not the asshole. I think you guys are the asshole. Like overall as the group, not yeah. just the person who posted. Yeah, I, I actually think the person who's posted is like is actually trying to wrestle with the with the problem. In a I think, real yeah, way, they're actually. grappling with it. She's grappling with yeah. it. And listen, this was posted five years ago. Yeah. And I hope that they figured it out. Yeah, I really do. Because those poor parents like. I here's, don't know. Here's also the thing I'm going to I'm going to like throw a little bit more in here. I think we probably want to move on to the to the hot yeah. take soon. But here's the thing. Um, kids do grow up. They do. Right. And if these are your friends, um, and not every table is like with lifelong friends and that's okay. And I don't yeah. want to like insinuate that, but if these are your lifelong friends, stick with it for a few years, just deal with it. Like, 
because the kids are going to grow up. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're going to be like, they're going to be able to entertain themselves yep. way better after a while. They're yeah. like. A lot of people yeah. are saying chip for a sitter as well. Like you're onto yeah, something chipping, there. I honestly, that would be probably yeah. my. If one. you're if that really, adamant about it. Because, then pay for the center. Because once again, I think that probably the parents actually do feel similarly. Yeah. But then the edit, the edit says like, oh, well, I have financial trouble, yada, yada, yada. It's like, okay, well, then you can't say anything. Okay, Sorry, well, you got to let it go. Yeah. You got to. You know? And that's okay. Not everybody has a best good battle, financial yeah. situation, but choose you got to, if, if you can't help solve the problem in the way that would solve the problem that does not result in someone being absolutely devastated, that you're taking away their only, probably their only adult time. Yeah. Like this, this woman has had a baby for a year. I don't know if this is in the U S or not, but I know in Canada, you get a year long maternity leave, right? Like if, if we have a kid, right? Like, let's mm -hmm. say we have a kid in a couple of years. That's our plan. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. In a few years, in a few years, we got time though. Um, I stay home with the baby for a year. Right. And then I'm like, you know what? I really want to play D and D again. Let's have everybody over. And then everyone was like, yeah, maybe don't so that you can take care of the baby. I would, I would never forgive them. That, that would be scorched earth. Right I would there. never be, forgive them. Yeah. Like I would. And like, maybe that's mean of me, but I wouldn't. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, so you just, now that I had a kid, I'm not a person you anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Like I, so, but our friends would never do that. Yeah. So yeah. I don't so, believe that. Yeah. I wouldn't. No, they, they wouldn't. I really don't. I really, really I, don't. I firmly believe that they I would, would be not. surprised. I would be, my flabbers would be gasted. Okay, let's do a hot take. Let's do it. I'm going to pick a hot take. Okay. Um, okay, that, oh, I really oh. should remove these because we already did. Oh, no, I can't remove that. Do, 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 do. Okay. Do, I, ooh, there's so many good ones. Okay. All right, we're ready to go? I think so. Okay. Am I? My body is ready. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, hot take. A roll of 20 isn't an automatic success, but a roll of 30 or more is. Also, a crit fail is accompanied by something akin to one HP of damage at least. Maybe my take is hot. But if you get a nat 20, you get a nat 20, you got a nat 20. I actually think nat 20s should exist not just in combat, combat, but with other checks as well. And that's how I play my that's games. That's like, I mean, yeah, I don't think that's a hot take. Actually, that's that's just Baldur's Gate 3. No, but I ran it like that before. Yeah, I know. But like, but like, that's also not a hot yeah, take. Yeah, like, that is a, what Baldur's Gate reason, does. There's a yeah. reason BG3 does that. Which yeah. is that like, that's how most, I actually think. That is how most people play the game. I agree. And they have not even realized that critical hits only like crits are only a thing in combat. Yeah. Right. I don't think that most people like even realize that because I'm going to be honest. I did. Or I forgot about it. <laughs> no, for real. For real. I completely forgot about that yeah. rule for like the longest time until like it came back into the parlance. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess technically. Yeah. Right? Um, so, yeah, like I don't think that it's. I actually don't think that's a hot take. Now, the HP thing, the a crit Well, fail. no, we got to address the 30 thing. Oh, the 30 is an honor. I think a I think a crit should be a crit. 
right? This yeah. person is basically saying like a crit is not a crit, but something over a 30 is a crit. Oh, I see. I'm like, no, um, I don't okay. think, I think a crit is a crit. If you roll the 20 on your die, that is something special and exciting. And if you make it anything over 30, that means that the only time people can crit is when they have a 10 plus to something, which means you are going to get people min maxing their characters to the gods. Right. And if you are running a game where it's cool to min max, that's fine. Whatever. That's your bag. I encourage my players not to min max because I want you to create a character that is like nuanced and makes sense for the actual character itself and not just for the sake of min maxing. And if you make anything over 30 a crit, then you're just going to have a rogue min maxing till the till the cows come home. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that anything over 30. Yeah. So I believe this is coming from the ability score rules that like list like what the different DCs generally mean. And 30, I believe, is like listed as like impossible. Right. Right. So. That's essentially you doing something almost impossible, yeah. I think, is where that, For sure. that rule is coming from. And I think I'm going to be honest. I think that makes sense in a in a way. What I would say, though, um, is that you probably should. I'm 100 percent of the opinion that if a character cannot possibly succeed the DC, they should not even be rolling. Right. Right. So if something is a DC 30. Right. Yeah. Thing. Like it is technically possible, but it's like a DC 30. Yeah. And you don't have a plus 10. You shouldn't even be rolled. Like the yeah. DM shouldn't even allow you to even attempt it because yeah. it's outside of your purview. It's outside of your right? capabilities. So yeah. like in that. So I feel like I'm kind of saying yes and no, because mm -hmm. I'm saying like, well, yeah, like I think that there are things that are impossible for players. That's for certain players to do unless they are of a certain yeah. like threshold. But I would never, I would never make someone roll something where a 20 wouldn't result in a success. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. And that's, yeah. that's basically from what I understand and I could be wrong, but this is what it's saying. It's like twenties don't matter. Yeah. Her thirties are the number that matters. And I'm like, no, I disagree. Like yeah, I, disagree I think a crit is a crit and I'll take it further. A crit is a crit across the board, not just in combat. Right. Um, I think that's fine. I yeah. also think that same thing with, um, I also think the the same way cuts is that like if the DC is five and you have a plus six, don't even roll. Yeah. Don't even roll. Agreed. Like, like just like if the road. What? Just the road just in the like case jump, that you crit fail? Like, like no. No. You're saying that like every time that like, you know, like a rogue jumps like onto a block that there's a one in 20 chance that he slips and falls and like, you know. Yeah. Breaks his ass. No, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> it just shouldn't happen. <laughs> no, it shouldn't happen, right? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. So yeah. I think that like if if you just have a higher like, you know, bonus, yeah. then you should just automatically like you shouldn't be rolling. I agree. Right. Um and for I'm the, not for the no, you go. So regarding I was gonna I was say, gonna say for the damage thing, I think it's not every circumstance. Yeah, not every circumstance. I, but I think some it makes sense. But I think that it should but like rolling a one, so like the one to twenty here's my my understanding of what the dice roll means is like that's like fate essentially yeah. that's yes. like that's like just the randomness of the universe is yeah. supposed to simulate so a one represents the absolute worst possible like worst believable outcome that could happen as a result yeah of that. whereas a 20 is like the best possible 
like the best believable outcome yes that you can imagine so like if um and that one on like doing a tightrope is like you fall and like boom and yeah you like it sucks like mm-hmm. you you hurt your your bad part your bad place yeah and maybe you take a bit of damage but like if it's like you try to um like you're doing a persuasion, persuasion check yeah or like some sort of charisma or check performance to like, to like some people and you roll in that one that can just be that they laugh at you yeah right? you're not gonna actually take damage you don't need to take psychic damage from them laughing yeah at you. That's exactly kind of funny but like i actually probably wouldn't do it no like you would just you would probably just mm-hmm. say like yeah they they laugh in your face yeah and probably draw it out a bit yeah you know? of course um and then with the same with the nat 20 like once again it's like the best possible outcome that you could have. So like, yeah. yes, you try to seduce the king or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like, or not, maybe not seduce, but like you try to convince the king to like give you a whole something um, yeah. region of, uh, of land. They might not, uh, they're not going to give you the land on an at 20, yeah. but they might think it's kind of like, like, funny or you might you, have a chance to get the land you might get right to, I'm, I'm, like like no but i understand some, yeah. yes i understand what you're yeah. saying but he what i on you favorably yes yeah. exactly what i'm saying is that like i think damage should come for some crit fails but not all of them yeah i, I think saying like with a swipe like no matter what when you crit fail you take damage doesn't account for the fact that like people crit fail for different reasons yeah. so yeah, I, I I think we're on the same page with yeah. that, and we disagree. We disagree with yeah, this hot I'm take. Not, I'm not a super duper big yeah. fan of it. No, I disagree with it. Um, okay, so this was brought up in one of my lives this week. Okay, we kind of talked about it a little bit already, but I do want to talk about it on here before we end. Uh oh. Um, somebody said to me, "If you try to animate dead on leather oh, armor, okay. it will come to life." And I actually have a ruling on this. So I was thinking about it and I was like, I think, I think leather armor is too far removed from the actual animal in order to have animate dead work on it. And then I looked up animate dead and I saw that animate dead doesn't even work on animals, which I think is stupid. So animate dead works on animals in any of my games. I've officially decided. However, I think, and this was brought on by like, my audience as well. We kind of workshopped this together. There's the animal's deceased body, right? If something is removed from the animal, like a paw or a tail or something that can no longer be animated, Yeah, but you can still animate the rest. So leather armor has been removed. It's been tanned. It's been turned into leather. It's been prepared. You cannot make that in yeah. to anything animated anymore. Conceptually, That's, it sounds fun, but it doesn't work. Yeah. Cause like, you're not even animating like even a, okay. So the most terrible thing I can, I can think of in this regard is like, if someone wanted to make thing from the Adams family where someone yeah. has a hand cut off and someone cast animated and all of a sudden you got like a little, yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. That's fun. Yeah. And I don't know. I might let that slip, you know, because it's kind of funny. That's right. Really, but that's like a whole limb, right? You're talking like skin. This is gross. Skin is an organ. Yeah. Right. So it's not like, like you can't like animate like a heart. No, you, or like can't. you can't animate like, you know, like a spleen or something yeah, like that. Exactly. Right. Like that's 
That's it just doesn't it work. work like doesn't that. Work. Um, yeah. And then also, once again, as you said, um, Animate Dead only works on uh, on humanoids. humanoids. But so I think that's facing, stupid. Like, but I think that's dumb. I think awful. that's stupid and dumb. Yeah. I think that's stupid and dumb, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't it work on animals? Why doesn't it work on animals? Um, probably well, I didn't. Avoid... I wasn't actually asking. Okay. <laughs> We're good. Okay. I think it's dumb I mean, that it doesn't I mean, work I mean, on animals. If we want to take that hot take and make another hot take, we can. <laughs> no, we can but go that's. There. I I don't think that. I think that's kind of silly. But I also only, think it's kind of silly. Like, only okay. beasts or 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 monstrosities. Oh or, my god! But are they the same thing? Yeah, are they the same thing? Oh, we're getting ourselves into a hole. What about dragons? What about um, like? Why not? I don't know. I think though that I think monstrosities would be case by case. Okay. Yeah, but I think animals like, like I think like if you want to resurrect your dog, you should be able to resurrect your dog. You know what I mean? Mm. Just just animate them, bring them back. Anyways, so that's that's I wanted because I found like I get why they would want to do it. Like, how fun would it be for you to animate leather armor, right? That's disgusting, and, actually. Uh, no, that's, it's disgusting. But like, imagine that's maybe like the worst thing I've ever heard. The armor fighting yeah. against your enemy, like it it. It's shenanigans. I would make a necromancer villain do that to someone. Yeah. That is something that like I would make a creature that like or like some like villain because once again, uh creatures that you fight don't have to follow um normal player rules. Yeah. Remember that. It just um, it just like I get why they would want to do it because it would be fun shenanigans, but I don't think I would I would I don't think I would allow it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think this was like, it's so interesting being a DM and getting asked these questions now because I'm like, well, what would I allow in my game? Yeah. And the answer is not that. Yeah, not that. Not I that. Would, once again, I would 100% make one of my villains do that to someone. Oh, yeah. Armor. But that's because a villain is different. not a player. It's different. Yeah. It's different. Um, okay. That's two hot takes and am I the asshole? Yep. DM tips and um, a recap. This is the longest session we've done yet. Um, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this episode of I'd Crit That. Uh, my name is Victoria. I'm Eric. And we will be back next week for another episode. Um, if you are either watching this or listening to this and you have any of your own hot takes or homebrew rules or anything that you would love for us to discuss, you can comment them below or you can, I think there's a question box on Spotify. Either way, you can do whatever you would like. We would love to hear from you. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful week and uh, best of luck on your roles. Yeah, may all your boss monsters survive the second round of combat. Bye.